As I record this sermon, I have very recently, yesterday, walked away from uh, one of the most difficult experiences of my life. And we were able to, or I had the honor, to participate in officiating the funeral and burial of an eight-year-old girl named Anadith, Anna as her family called her. And Anadith was a sweet little girl. She loved going to the zoo. She loved her toys. She loved Minnie Mouse. She had a dream that she would one day go to Disney World. And a few weeks ago, Anadith and her two siblings and her parents crossed the border into Texas, were apprehended by Border Patrol, placed in detention, where they were held for no reason for nine and a half days. And in that time, Anna got very, very sick. And she was refused care, sufficient care. Her mother wailed and cried and asked and asked and asked for an ambulance to take her to a hospital, which they wouldn't do until it was too late. And it's a story that just highlights an experience not a story, it's an experience that just highlights how far we've come away from justice and kindness in mercy in policies. And I wonder how we got here. Today's text from 1 Corinthians is really instructive in thinking about how horrible divisions can be and their consequences can have. And I don't know if you could tell, but in this passage, Paul is admonishing this community in Corinth that he had planted, a very successful community with lots of people who seemed to be really turning towards the church. But as they were doing that, the church was just engaged in so much infighting. And they were fighting and fighting and fighting, and that was creating a toxic environment. It was polluting their worship life. It was polluting their spiritual lives. And Paul was very concerned about that. Much of what this whole letter to the church in Corinth is all about is reminding church that they have a significant role in not fighting each other, but in creating unity and peace amongst each other. So a lot of people know 1 Corinthians for what happens a little bit later. So while he's doing this admonishment now, in two more chapters, we get to 1 Corinthians 13, where we learn just what the structure of community should be. Love is patient. Love is kind, love is not envious or boastful, love does not insist on its own way. Love hopes all things, bears all things. Now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. And what we see as people suffer, as we lose baby girls like Anadith, again and again and again, is the because we have allowed toxicity to take over our policies. We have allowed toxicity to halt almost any progress towards justice and mercy, which are the highlights and the keystones of Christian faith. There are people who claim Jesus and then go and don't give medical care 
to a baby girl who needs it. And how does that happen? It's because we've allowed an unclean spirit into our midst. And so now, what do we do? And now faith, hope, and love abide these three. The greatest of these is love. There was that song, All We Need Is Love. And it sounds simple, but indeed, it is so hard to pull off. How could we change what we see? As we look into this time of celebrating Independence Day and the fireworks are going to go off and we're going to celebrate independence, I think we actually need dependence. Independence is important, freedom is important, but we need to depend on each other too. We need to depend on each other in ways that are reliable, not toxic, but healing. We need to love. We need to model love. We need to bring love to the halls of Congress and to our friends and neighbors and even to our enemies. Love thy enemy, right? But as we love, let us root out all of the things that cause harm. Let us dedicate ourselves to at least one thing, one thing that we can change to bring justice to the world. Just one thing. If you can say, there is one area of justice that I'm going to commit myself to, what might that be? And now faith, hope, and love abide these three, but the greatest of these is love. As Paul says, we are supposed to be God's co-workers. So let's work together. Let's get it together, America. Amen.